welcome to Four-Legged Kids Unleashed, a peek inside 25 years of private care for St. Louis pet families. I'm Janie Budnick, president and founder of Four-Legged Kids. Get ready for stories from the trenches, along with a bit of advice for you pet parents out there, because our day is way more than cuddling your cute puppers and fluffers. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Four-Legged Kids Unleashed podcast. So I've got some special stuff going on for you guys over the next couple of weeks. I am actually going to be doing some special interviews with our managers. So these are the people that you don't get the opportunity to talk to very often or see very much, but they are the ones that are behind the scenes keeping everything running smoothly so we can take the best care of your pets possible when you are not there. This week, I am going to talk with Jenny Slaby, who is one of our managers in the office, and she helps us out with human resources and is also one of the managers that comes out and meets with new clients. So you might have possibly met her before. So welcome, Jenny. Tell us about yourself and your position with Four-Legged Kids. Well... Let's see, I, so my title is technically HR manager, but also uses the acronym MARE, like a female horse, which you might have to help me with this one, stands for Manager of Acquisition and Retention. And Engagement. engagement. Yes, yes. So that's a long one. So we just say HR manager for short. I know because it's really difficult sometimes. It's it's tough to come up with a pet related you know acronym in the first place, but it fits perfectly because of course with the human resources and taking care of our amazing team of caregivers, she helps us with the acquisition part. So that is the A, retention, and you know you got to think all the. Uh, fun things that we do. We want to make sure we have an amazing team culture here and she is in charge of pushing that forward and making sure that our team members have all the resources that they need and the knowledge that they need. And then of course, engagement. We love our team culture. Uh, She is uh, part of the team that helps out getting, um, you know, different educational activities arranged or we just recently had a a self-defense seminar for our staff and of course we just had our fun Halloween party so she's in charge of that engagement and even though we are all so separated all across St. Louis she is the anchor that keeps everyone connected on the team so and horses are my favorite animal to care for yes so oh yes <laughs> it is perfect yes. because you know she's the mayor so she gets to totally own that she is definitely our horse lead out here in our area we do take care of several horses in the west county area so super fun to get to take care of those four-legged kids right they yes. are the the biggest ones we take care they of they are well cool so jenny you know of course we live in st louis and mm-hmm. There is one very particular thing that we are known for in St. Louis, which I think is a little bit strange because I'm not originally from St. Louis, but I do have to ask, where'd you go to high school? Yes, that is a thing for sure. I went, well, I grew up in Fenton and I graduated in 92. So at that time there was not, Summit High School did not exist. So I commuted out to Eureka every day. Yep. And now I live in Eureka and both of my boys go to Eureka High School as well. So nice. Mm-hmm. So what was the what was the school mascot there? Mm, Wildcat. 
Wildcat. spend the Wildcat for as long as I know. Okay. As long as I remember. Oh, really? Okay, mm-hmm. so even when you went to school there. Yes, and I have a funny story about that. So I went down to the Green Shag Market a couple weeks ago. I don't know if I told you this. No, I don't think so. I love to antique shop. Oh, me that's too. That's like a big mid-century modern style antique shop. Anyway, mm. in one of the booths, the vendor was selling a Letterman's jacket from Eureka High School from 1992, you the year that I graduated. you got to be kidding no, me. In the antique mall. Did you buy it? No. Why not? I didn't have anything to do with it. <laughs> because it's an antique mall. That shouldn't be... It's not that old. Oh, oh well, because it's an antique. Hi. Uh-huh. Like if it was 1950 well. or something. Well, still. But... Anyway. That stuff is super valuable, you know? It is, and Letterman's jackets are, are making a comeback. They are. All the kids yes. are buying yes. them now. Uh, my, my daughter just finished her senior football season at Lafayette, and she got a Letterman's jacket. Uh-huh. And she's so tickled over it. And yep. I, it's it's pretty boss, man. I really, I like it. Um, of course, her, her dad also graduated from Lafayette. And um, he no longer has his Letterman's jacket, unfortunately. She really likes that old style. But I like those new ones. It's, yep. it's kind of cool to make it a comeback. And the kids are finding them at, thr- at thrift stores. If oh, their parents yeah. don't actually Jeez. have theirs still. I mean, I have to say, some things coming back retro are cool, but um, <laughs> mullets, not so much. I concur. Yeah. I oh, love it. That now we've got 1970s gigolo mustaches that are I don't making love a comeback. Those oh, no, no, no. Those are going to be short lived. I hope so. Well, I kind of thought that uh, mullets were going to be short lived, but uh, apparently that has really taken off with middle school and high school, which is very, very unfortunate. <laughs> Well, since we are in some retro stuff here, I am an 80s kid. And funny, I totally did not realize that you graduated the same year I did. So we are 100% 80s kids. And, you know, in that case, we all have the reference of things like amazing 80s pop culture, like hmm, The Breakfast Club is one of my favorites. Mm -hmm. So everybody out there that has not seen it, Go see it. I mean, like one of the best movies ever. That's, I'm, I'm not a person who can watch movies over and over. That is a movie I can watch repeatedly. Oh, completely. When Judd Nelson throws that fist at the end walking across the football <laughs> field, everybody can totally, to the eyes. totally feel that, right? But I mean, it was, it was completely just um, a symbol of my really painful high school years. So uh, relate to it very much so. But yes, there are the five main characters in there. So mm-hmm. there is... There is the princess, so the one who looked like she was perfect, popular, everything looked great on the outside, but she was actually so self-conscious and an emotional wreck on the inside. There's the jock character. There's the total basket case who likes to eat uh, pixie sticks and Captain Crunch Crunch on white bread sandwiches. Mm -hmm. Yummy. Never tried that myself. Uh, Then, of course, we have the brain. And then we have what they call the criminal, who was the one that really just didn't give a shit about anything. So in my case, at my school, those were the guys that were called the hoods Mm -hmm. that hung out in the smoking cage. We had a smoker's lounge. 
At had, Eureka High School. You had an actual lounge? We had well, a, it was outside, but it was called the lounge. Oh, yeah, no. Ours was called the smoker's cage because oh. it literally was a fenced-in, six-foot-tall cage that everybody <laughs> oh had to gosh. go. Well, it didn't have a top on it. Okay, so, okay. I mean, was it, was, it was a pen. It was it was like a large dog pen, honestly. So, oh, an area. Let's call it an area. Yes, the smoker's area. Smoker's lounge, lounge is much, much nicer sounding. So, is that where you hung out? No. No. Those were the hoods. I was a brain. You were a brain. Okay. I was, yes, I was totally the brain okay so i i honestly i know what you're going to ask me which character yeah i would just so i think um so my crowd that i hung out with was definitely the molly ringwald crowd what was her character princess show? the princess crowd what yes. was her name in the movie claire yes so but i was not a claire i was um gosh I was the person, I was the peacemaker in high school who wanted all of the different crowds to get along and that never, I was never successful with that, but that was me. So I hung out with the Claire's, but was friends with all of those other people that you mentioned and would try to like bring the crowds together. Oh my gosh. And doesn't that totally fit your job and four-legged kids? It does. <gasps> Didn't it does, even actually. put that together. Now that you say that. so Because you're totally just created for this. You're created to work with people. You're such an amazing people person and well, communicator. That is very sweet. I don't love conflict. I just want everybody to be happy. But you know how to manage conflict. I can manage it. Yes. Yes. yes because I want to dissolve it. I want to fix it. Yes. So is that applicable? That the movie, The com- Breakfast Club. That I mean, completely fits. That could have been a character. It yes. wasn't. But yes. It should have been. Well, you know, I think a lot of people are, are blends of several of the different Agree. ones. And sometimes, you know, in your teenage years, you go from one to the other within sure. even the same day. For sure. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, what a hoot. So, of course, still on that whole St. Louis theme, what is your favorite thing about St. Louis? Since you, of course, lived here all your life, right? Mm-hmm. I have. So I think my favorite thing about St. Louis is that it's a big city, but it's not too big of a city. So like when I, when I go to Chicago or whatever for comparison purposes, that seems huge and overwhelming to me. St. Louis Mm. does not feel like that to me. Like I feel like I can navigate my way downtown around the city. I love going to the city to visit. I don't want to live there, but I love it. Um, I think that's my favorite thing. And there is that kind of small town feel like asking where you went to high school you know those elements are there I also feel like St. Louis has like St. Louis people are loyal they come back I feel like yes they move away temporarily but it seems like for the most part they come back to St. Louis because Mm -hmm. they for whatever reason are bonded to it and consider it their home yeah I I think we get a bad rap I mean for well yes you know several reasons. reasons are valid but, um, you know, it's not a city that I think we should give up on. I think there's still hope there that we can still be great. Yeah, still do no, great things. completely. And I know certainly whenever I talk to other people when I'm doing conferences or, you know, I'm doing my industry education, people that have not been here are like, oh, that's on my list. I'd really like to go there. Really? So, yeah, okay, yeah. That's cool. Um, you know, a lot of times, even though we've had, I think we're a little more sensitive to some of the bad press that sure. we've had and that's... That's not the thing in the forefront of everybody else's mind. They just think, oh, that looks like a cool place to go. One more thing. If you follow, if you're on Instagram, um, St. Louis Bucket List is an amazing Instagram profile that shows you, like, all different things, fun things to do in St. Louis. Really? Different restaurants to try, different places to go. Yeah, it's really cool. So you should check it out. 
Yeah, you know, I mean, having a toddler right now, well, I, I don't do in much a few socially. Years, you should try it. Out. <laughs> oh my goodness! So, okay, of course, you work for a pet company. Mm-hmm. You have pets of your own. Tell us about your pets. Uh, so, I grew up with cats my whole life, and we currently have two cats, Rachel and Josephine. Um, they were both rescues. That they were strays. One was found. Josephine was found by a dumpster at a gas station. And Rachel was found, this is kind of a sad story, um, some guys had found her litter and they were throwing the kittens out into the, the road for cars to run over. Oh no. And only she and her brother survived. And so Aww. these people in St. Charles found them and brought them into a little store that they have there. And um, we happened to be shopping at the store. And I fell in love with her. She has a broken tail and a, part of it is missing. And she, I think was possibly the runt of the litter. She's still very tiny, even though she's nine. So we have those two. And then we adopted a dog for the first time in my life named Cooper. He's a pit bull of sorts about, gosh, four or five years ago. Um, Don't know how old he is, maybe about nine as well. And he is the most laid back dog I've ever been around in my life. So cute. Except whenever he goes for a photography shoot. Correct. He did not like that really nervous. Yeah. So you guys can definitely go to the About Us page on our website and you can see a picture of Jenny and Cooper. Too funny. Oh, awesome. So what is your, I mean, everybody has these and sometimes you have a whole lot. What is your favorite story about working here? I guess, first of all, how long have you worked with four-legged kids? Uh, I think, you know, Melanie and I figured this out. A couple weeks ago, we were hired in the same month of the same year. I think it was February. I want to say 2017. Does that sound right? I think that's right. It might have been 18. Maybe it was 18. Yeah, I feel like you've been here four four years, over four years. So I started as a dog dog walker pet sitter. And I was doing that for a couple years, I guess. Mm -hmm. And then decided that... I wanted to possibly start coming into the office and doing some work and a position opened up and that's the end of that story. Yes. And I actually knew Jenny beforehand because our kiddos went to school together out at Living Water Academy in Wildwood. Yes. yes. So that was her background before and she worked Mm -hmm. in preschool, right? I did. And so when they left that school and transferred to public school, I left the preschool because there was no really, you know, it wasn't fun for me to be there anymore. And there just happened to be an opportunity here, and so it worked out well. Perfect timing. Yeah. We are so glad that we've had you that period of time. <laughs> Me too. So, um, of course, you know, favorite story working here. We were on that one. Mm-hmm. So, do you have anything that really sticks out in your mind that you've done? You know, working with the people of Four Legged Kids mm-hmm. or the clients of Four Legged Kids. Anything. So the clients, um, a couple things. Uh, so I want to say a client and something about the employees as well. So the clients, the things that really touch me are generally the elderly clients that we have mm. and the just the appreciation that they have for us caring for their animals and getting to know them on a personal level and watching them age and go through that process along with their pets a lot of times a lot a lot of times they have older pets it just seems to work out that way so um you know just kind of watching them go through that life phase I guess I don't know it's just something it's touching to me um and that's you know a mission of the company too is to keep these older people with their pets 
so that they can still have them in their lives when they're older, you know, helping out in that arena. Yes. Yeah. If you guys haven't heard the podcast, you can go back and listen to it. Um, I think that one's called don't make your dog give, don't, don't make your dad give up his dog or something like that. And that really goes into, um, our mission of working with seniors and how important our senior support services are because we have a lot of relationships with facilities um, that are assisted living uh, that allow pets we love that that is becoming more of a standard these facilities allowing pets in there and even memory care facilities we just want to make sure we can maintain that important connection so and about the memory care a lot of these clients that we're serving are dealing with dementia or Alzheimer's or whatever. And it's what I love is sometimes they're really resistant at first. It's a family member that wants to hire us on to come care for the pet Mm -hmm. because the client is actually forgetting to take the pet out to potty or forgetting to feed them or whatever may be the case. And the client is resistant at first and really doesn't know why we're there. They don't understand. They're not interested. But over time, there is this bond that happens and it's like we've been a part of their lives forever. Yeah. And they, be, what would they do without us? And we love mm-hmm. you so much. And thank you so much. And just seeing that turn. Yes. We've become part of their, their normal. Their world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very I cool. I just love that. And then just to touch on the employees. I mean, of course, you know, it's wonderful to be a manager and kind of connect with the employees in that way. But just some of the funny stories. Mm-hmm. Well, like, we have a few. <laughs> Krista falling through the ceiling. Yes, there's an episode on that. Mm-hmm. I think that one is actually called She Fell Through the Ceiling. Uh-huh. That's one of the first ones that we did because, oh my goodness, who would the have ever squirrel, thought? The squirrel, you know, finding the baby squirrels. and just All sorts of stuff happens and we keep saying we need to write that down. We need to write that down because you guys would not believe the stories that we hear just on an everyday basis of things that our employees find or encounter while in a client's home or walking a dog or whatever. Oh, yes. And, you know, I'm starting to share that with you guys. That's one of the reasons we thought this podcast would be super fun to to roll out to you. So you've heard some of those stories if you've listened to previous podcasts. But uh, believe me, we have plenty of those stories and we will keep them coming. So we laugh just a little bit in the office. (laughs) Just a little bit. (laughs) Oh, so of course we have so many amazing pets that we take, that we do take care of. Is there any pet that you've taken care of, you know, since you've been here four years, you've taken care of a heck of a lot of pets. Anyone that has been like your soulmate Mm. that, you know, if it wasn't, you know, really like not very acceptable, you'd try to sneak home with you. (laughs) Yes. Um, there's actually a lot of those, but the one that pops into my mind first is Jack's. He is a boxer mm. and um, very anxious dog. He had a rough go as a puppy, so he was rescued. They found him in a kennel, but his muscles had atrophied because he had been in the kennel for so long. Oh. So his back legs were not working when his um, foster family started fostering him. Long story short... He has come such a long way. So he's one of those dogs that you're walking and he's constantly, his head is on a swivel. Like, what's that? What's that? You know, a leaf blows across the sidewalk and he's terrified and he's, you know, kind of hiding behind you. But he has really bloomed, um, blossomed into, you know, he's not a laid back dog. I would never say that about him, but he's so trusting. Yes. Like when he is with you, he trusts you completely. So it's like, you can tell that he is relaxed. He's not so paranoid. 
um, he used to have a companion named Gus and we would walk them together. And unfortunately, Gus passed away unexpectedly and Jax kind of took a turn for the worse because he was used to being with him 24 seven. Um, but now he's relying on us to be his Gus, you know, it's just a sweet, sweet dog. Yeah. He's, he's just a dog. And he loves you. He loves. Yeah. Once he gets to know you, he loves you. Yes, absolutely. Oh, and the pictures. I mean, he's just so adorable. He's a sweetheart. That's one of the coolest things that we have here in the office is of course, you know, when our employees come out and take care of your pets, they send you these really awesome visit reports with pictures. Mm -hmm. Well, we see all those in the office. So that, you know, sometimes can be a lot of our laughter during the day or the, Oh, did you see this picture? <laughs> so we spend a lot of time just ooing and eyeing over your pets. So that's you know, the best part of the job. I know. I, I get to see pictures of, of Jax, of course, all the time myself. And, you know, many of these pets, of course, if you are not on our Facebook or Instagram page, we brag on these babies all the time. Of course, our employees take amazing pictures, and you have got to get on those channels and see the stuff that we put out there. It's pretty cool. Agree. Pretty, pretty cool. So Jax is your soulmate. He is. Oh, She'd wow. never give him up. No, no. It's fine. <laughs> Whatever. Oh, so so what has been, like, your biggest win as a manager? What's, like, the, the coolest thing that you've done or your, you know, even your favorite thing about your job itself? My favorite thing? Well, you know my favorite thing. Okay. <laughs> Well, my favorite thing is those client, those meeting the clients and the animals for the first time. That's amazing. Um, so I love to kind of know, you know, I'm not out there in the field every day with these animals, but I like to know them. I like to know, know about them and meet them. And so going out on that initial meeting is always fun for me. Getting to meet all the pets, making, you know, putting a face with a name as far as the clients go and just kind of feeling like I've got a part in this. You know? I mean, that's a special place to be in because, you know, most of you out there, when when we take care of your pets, I, a, a little less now, pandemic and post-pandemic, a lot of you are at home or some of you work from home. But it used to be that we would see you for the first time mm -hmm. and then, like, you'd be a client for five years and I'd be in Home Depot and somebody would say hi to me and I'm like, oh, Crud, what's your dog's name? But it's, <laughs> right. I don't know you, but if you had your dog with you, I'd know exactly who you were, right? That's so true. Oh, but you know, we're seeing we're seeing some of your faces more often now than we used to. But yeah, it and is, that's been is great. I mean, even though it's a result of COVID, but it's you know that's been great. Yeah, to know the clients a little bit more. Yeah, it's it's a whole different relationship. I yep. mean, you've got us in such a trusted position, taking care of your of your home and your babies, and you know, so we, we like seeing y'all. Yep. It's a good thing for sure. It's a good thing. So I got one last question for you, right, you know, out of the blue here. Okay. What keeps you up at night? Oh God. <laughs> you know, I had to pop a good one in there. What keeps you up at night? I mean, do you want an honest answer? Yeah. It's not related to my job. Well, that is good. Thank <laughs> right? goodness good it is thing. not related to your my job. children, like just, gosh, worrying. Uh, uh, so. How old are Nick they? Nick is 15. Luke just turned 18. Okay. Just worrying. Like I. Hearing about these kids getting in this car accident over the week, you know, my mind automatically oh. goes there and starts imagining these things happening to my kids and what yes. would I do if I ever lost one of them? And I'm sure that every mother out there understands exactly what I'm saying. Yes. That is what keeps me up at night. I don't want to be a worrying mom. I just can't help it. I yeah. don't think we can help it. Yeah. It's just part of... Because you're a mom. Part of the job. Yeah. It's part of the job. Yep. That is so true. Yeah. What about you? Can I ask you a question? Ah, uh, yes. What keeps you up at night? 
what keeps me up at night? Yeah. Actually, nothing these days because I sleep blissfully well. I don't know why that is. You I know, sleep terrible. I I always have though. Oh, see, I think you know, my toddler exhausts me so much yeah. that my head hits the pillow. There is that. I would say what keeps me up at night, but it's almost more so what keeps my husband up at night. Apparently, I've taken to snoring. So, I am going to totally throw myself under the bus. Keith, I am sorry. I love you, honey. Sometimes he wakes up in the morning, and he's yawning and rubbing his eyes. And well, that happens at 40, you know. It's, it's along with all those other the long list of things that start at 40. Oh, yeah. It's, that's one of them. Yeah. Jeez. Anyway. So, that is such a thrill. You can't help it. Yeah. yeah so... That's, um, but no, I do fortunately sleep very well Good for now. you. Okay. Yeah. For you. So other than that, if we're going with the, what keeps you up at night stress wise, yeah, I really don't feel like there is a lot of stress. You know, I have to say even that as a business owner, even as a business owner, of course, any of you out there that have your own business, like you get the life of the entrepreneur. There's, there's always something that is on your mind. But I am so blessed and fortunate to have such an amazing team of managers that have all been carefully, perfectly selected for what they do. And they do it so well. And more than anything, especially in the pet industry, they love what they do. And it's a passion career. True. Um, it's, it's loving what you do and having that bigger mission in mind and knowing that you are doing work that matters and what you do impacts so many people. Very, very true. So, yeah. Making the world a better place, right? One dog at a time. One head. dog. Or cat. Or cat. Or, or horse. horse. Or whatever. Or chicken. Bird. Uh, yep. Fish. Birds. Fish. Rabbits. Yeah. Rats. Rats. Snakes. Guinea and pigs. Lizards. And all yeah. The, all the things. All of it, yes. Goats. Yep. Goats. Yep. We've done a little bit of everything, guys. Well, thank you so much. This has been an absolute joy to interview you, Jenny. It I'm so glad been. we did and this. We're just so you guys know, we're sitting out in Janie's Jeep with the oh. windows rolled down. Okay, throw me like, under the bus again. Sorry, it's like 76 degrees out here. So it is beautiful. I'm gonna have to take the top down. So if anybody uh, sees my Jeep driving around in West County, I've got the four-legged kids logo on my tire cover. Give me a little honk. So you know, days like this, I always have the top down. Um, you know, trying to be young again. You might hear some, you know, simple minds. Don't you forget about me blaring on my radio. Don't mind me. I'm just going through my high school rubbery. So. All right. Wonderful. Y'all have an amazing weekend. Right, and we will, of course, be back next week. See ya. Thank you for listening to this episode of Four-Legged Kids Unleashed. If you are needing dog walking and pet sitting yourself, check out our website at fourleggedkids.com. And as always, if you have a warm heart for another cold nose, make sure you visit one of our sponsored shelters at fourleggedkids.com forward slash rescue.